Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today the title of our focus is Generosity, the Connection to God's Distribution System. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Chapter 6, verse 30. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Generosity, the connection to God's distribution system. But once again, we welcome you to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and we're going to talk about how to get connected to God's distribution system. Now, some of you need to understand God really does have an economy. It's called the kingdom. And that economy has nothing to do with the economy of America or Europe or any other nation of the earth. It is a kingdom economy and it supersedes anything that's going on in our realm of existence. So we're going to talk about that economy and the fact that This economy or system of exchange includes distribution between realms. I'm going to say that again. This economy includes distribution between realms. And the distributors in this economy are trusted sources. So we're going to talk about how we can get ourselves into a position where God trusts us with greater resources. And here it is. This is the number one medium through which God trusts us with greater resources, and that is generosity. You see, generosity is an indicator that you have become a trusted part of God's distribution system. You know, there's a scripture that says that there is one who withholds and never has enough, but one who gives and always has plenty. Also, in Corinthians, There's a scripture that says God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that you will have all sufficiency in all things and be able to contribute to every good work. Now imagine that. Imagine having so much of everything you need that you're always able to contribute to whatever the work of God is. You see, and it's generosity that that connects us to that system of flow, to that dynamic called the kingdom. Now, it says in 2 Chronicles 16:9, very familiar scripture, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those who whose hearts are fully committed to him. I want you to think about that. So, it that's one of the things that we need to understand about the nature of God. God is always looking for someone that he can do something through that will transform the lives of other people. I'm going to say that again. God is always looking for someone that he can do something through. Remember this. If God can get it through you, then God has no problem giving it to you. So generosity is not measured by how much you manage. It's measured by, watch this, it is is measured by how you manage the little or how you manage the things that are currently in your possession. 
There's a scripture, 1125 of Proverbs. It says, the generous soul shall be made rich, and he who waters, pay attention to that, he who waters will also himself be watered. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters. Now notice your position has to be the one where you're pouring onto the ground of other people, where you're sowing into the lives of other people. And the Bible says that if you are the person that commit yourself to enriching others, to pouring into the lives of others, you will be watered. Now watch this. Your watering comes from another source. In other words, when you have determined to be a pitcher that pours into multiple other vessels, then God begins to pour into your life the things that are necessary for you to continue to pour. So here's some keys I want you to write down real quick. Number one, generosity catches the attention of God. Now that comes from Acts chapter 10, verse 30. It says, Cornelius replied, four days ago, I was praying in my house about this time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Then suddenly a man in dazzling clothes was standing in front of me. And he told me, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your gifts to the poor have been noticed by God. I want you to think about what that scripture just said. Generosity catches the attention of God. Think about this. This man wasn't even saved. This man didn't even know Jesus Christ. But generosity catches the attention of God. And God sent Peter to his house, and salvation came to his whole house. But remember, generosity catches the attention of God. Now, secondly, generosity is a condition of the soul. It is a combination of compassion and detachment. In other words, seeing people where they are and wanting to help them in their plight and in their condition. And also detachment because you realize that you are simply a steward and that God is channeling things through your life in order to be a blessing to the lives of other people. So you see, we have to develop a soul that is detached from being defined by possessions. I'm going to say that again. We have to develop a soul that is detached from being defined by possessions. If your life is defined by the possessions that you have, the house you have, the car you have, the clothes you have, the job you have, the Bible calls that in the book of John, 1 John, the pride of life. So we got to make sure we keep a loose grip. We got to also, we got to confront the fear of loss. You know, the reason people are stingy and kept in cycles of poverty is because they fear loss. They fear shortage. And they don't realize that scarcity only exists in a poverty mentality. So we got to make sure that we condition our souls for generosity. We got to develop compassion for people who are in less than desirable states than we are. Now, here's number three. We want to become a farmer in the lives of other people. Now, what do you mean by that? We want to be seed sowers. And we want to learn to do so in anonymity without being recognized by what we're doing from human because we want to make investments in the potential of other people. We want to commit to the law of reciprocity. And that is, this is between me and God. I will reap what I sow. Now, here's the fourth key. We want to become a beneficiary of the system of God. You know, and that means that we've got to not look for this human system and government to take care of us, but see ourselves as a vital part of God's supply chain 
in order to make sure that the purposes of the kingdom are being accommodated through our lives. Now, I'm going to give you some warnings and we're going to close this up. Here's the first warning. If you fear abuse, you will fail to be generous. I'm going to say that again. If you fear abuse, you will fail to be generous. You know, no matter how much I give, I never feel like anybody's taking advantage of me. Here's why. Because I plan to give it and I'm tapped into a system that God said is always going to be in the earth called seed time and harvest. I will reap what I sow. So you see, if you fear abuse, you will fail to be generous. Now, you can't be abused when you know your value and when you have defined your boundaries and when you know your limits. So what does generosity look like as we close? Number one, it means seizing the opportunity to do good when it's unexpected. Now, here's the second thing. It means expecting to give to others more than you receive from others. Now, you know, that's a big deal for some people because some people are heavily vested into human reciprocity. And that's why a lot of times their expectations are disappointed because instead of looking for God to reward them, they look for man to reciprocate. Here's number three. Generosity means being kind, being, being the kind of blessing that you would desire that someone else would be to you. Now think about that. What? How would you want somebody else to bless you? How would you want someone else to show favor toward your life or toward your situation? Well, be that kind of person. Number four, generosity means embracing, here it is, the second mile. See, when you're generous, you don't mind going beyond what is expected of you because you realize that your freedom is in the second mile. I want you to think about what I said. Your freedom is in the second mile. You know, you're forced to go one mile, Jesus said. But when you go that second mile, you're free in the second mile because no one's forcing you to do anything. And then generosity also means creating the wow. You know, I'm talking about doing some things that are so shocking uh, and shockingly unexpected for people that all they can do is say wow. Now, here's the last thing. Generosity is never something that someone else can manipulate you into. You see, it's always a matter of your heart growing in compassion and growing in detachment so that you understand God is simply trusting me with things he wants to get through my life in order to be a blessing to other people. Now listen, I know you know someone right now who needs to hear this message on generosity, the connection to God's distribution system. Would you share this message to, with them right now? Don't forget, if you want to get Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. You can always find my messages on YouTube at Manifestation Worldwide. You can find me on Facebook at Simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.